Welcome to Licking Non-Vanilla, a sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. So grab a cup of cocoa, your favorite easy chair, and the lube as we go sailing into the dark, sweet waters of all things naughty. On Licking Non-Vanilla, with your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. Um, you've reached, well, I hope you've reached, uh, well, well, we've reached you. This is uh, Licking Non-Vanilla with <laughs> Ralph Greco Jr. here in the in the wintry wilds of New Jersey, actually, this starting. And across the uh, aisle, and but always close to my heart, um, in, uh, in, in Eugene, Oregon, is... Uh, who is that over there, my my co-host? Uh, Chris, otherwise known as M. Christian. Yep, from the wilds of uh, frosty but not snowy Eugene, Oregon. Right, I'm jealous, and I'm actually jealous of our guest today, which he is. Our guest, let me introduce. Well, I'm gonna let, as we always do here in Licking Lime Vanilla, we let our guests introduce themselves. So, our guest today is. Dr. Karen Eilber. I am a urologist uh, specialized in female pelvic medicine in Los Angeles. Big brain, Chris. We, Chris, we are well outmatched today. Let me tell you. I was going to say, you know, it's like, we got big brain scientists, man. You know, well, as a as a sort of graduate of community college, I'm calling it. A, <laughs> yeah, keep up with this. Actually, um, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. Therefore, I feel right, like I'm yeah. an expert. Right. <laughs> Actually, the good that, doctor and I have going have, to surgery. I you know Google what I'm doing. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about, Reconstruct the surgery, you. right? Yeah, you no, get up when you're phone not kill patient. <laughs> Don't you bring your phone in with you so you can watch it at the same time? Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, um, the good I, I love saying the good doctor because we sound so professional. Right, because no one ever the, says the bad doctor because that's just weird. <laughs> where's that? That where's that? That they, um, the George Carlin joke? Somewhere in the world is the worst doctor, and someone has an appointment with him tomorrow. To that tomorrow. <laughs> so, what, what do they call the last person that graduates uh, from a medical school? Uh, MD graduates right, last doctor, just like the first doctor. Person. Yeah, right. doesn't matter. Um, so the good doctor and I met because we did an interview before about the product we're going to talk about. Um, and we just mm -hmm. did this on the phone. We never saw, we never met each other on this way. Um, and I was, I was, I was convinced what she was talking about and we, we had to get her on looking on vanilla because this is really interesting stuff from an angle of the, the stuff that we usually talk about, you can tell I'm Italian, right? Um, from the angle of the stuff we talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, like, does that come across? Um, so the angle of the stuff we talk about is, you know, um, sometimes Chris and I get, you know, we get a little bit salacious and ribald. But today is going to be pretty, not ser so serious, but, you know, um, yeah, I guess serious in a way. Anyway, doctor, let's talk. Seriously salacious. Seriously salacious, which is the, which is the, which is the name of Chris's, uh, that's what's printed across Chris's underwear. Anyway, doctor, let's get to this. What have you developed and why should we know about it and what it, what is it? And I can actually show the product as you talk. We're just going to jump right in, huh? Please, no. We don't have to get a drink before, Harry? No foreplay here, lady. <laughs> Do I get a cigarette afterwards? Uh, um, I, I, told, I told you, Chris. I told you she was going to be fun. 
My kids don't think I'm funny. I think I'm funny, but um, I think you're so, you know, you know, there's it's the the short version is because I take care of a lot of women and I do a lot of surgery that can affect sexual function. You know, I have to mm-hmm. ask about how it is. And so I repeatedly heard over the years, I'm not sexually active. And of course, I ask why. And so many women say, well, because it hurts because, you know, I'm dry. I said, okay, mm-hmm. go try whatever, just go buy some lube. And they all came back, or not all, but a lot came back and said, you know, I'm still not sexually active because the lube that I tried actually made me feel worse. It burned, it hurt, it irritated mm-hmm. me. So I looked at, you know, a lot of the ingredients in the common lubes at the time. And, you know, there's all these like focus on clean, natural products. And you actually see that a, a lot of lubricants actually contain chemicals that we no longer want to put in any kind of beauty products. And yet we're putting that inside of a very important part of a woman. And not okay. only that, then it ends up on, of course, the skin of, you know, her partner. So right. that's how we started that. And, um, you know, the other problem is when you want to feel sexy, right? You put on sexy lingerie. You typically don't put on your grandma underwear and a torn up t-shirt. So if you're pulling out a lube that looks like toothpaste, that's another reason why our packaging, we wanted to make it sexy and discreet. So like if you're traveling, you know, it doesn't look bad. It's also sustainable. So it's refillable. No, Ralph, if you realize, but you can actually just order the refills for it. So many reasons You were talking about the refills, right. Okay, And um, most importantly, though, we, as a urologist, um, you know, I know obviously how male stuff works and I take care of women. So the ingredients were specifically chosen to enhance the normal arousal response, right? It's not just about getting lubricate or getting wet. It's to hopefully also improve a woman's own natural response. So to develop that though, it took some time. I'm assuming you just, you just don't say, okay, well, I want to make this. I'm going to, I'm going to get, get into my basement and put a couple chemicals together. I mean, it takes I mean, time. You, and it you also could, takes, but yes. And in fact, when we started down this road, you come to discover that lubricants, believe it or not, are considered a medical device. And so oh, theoretically, I didn't know that, Chris. I didn't know. You know, that. that's what we talked about. The, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but real quick. No, that's okay. We were talking about that when we first spoke, and you said that to me. And then just this week, I was at a, on a seminar about a couple products, and somebody said the same thing to me. Chris, I'd never heard that before. That me either. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm happy about it because it's something that's yeah. obviously very important, and it, it should right. be considered a medical device. Um, so I'm really happy to hear that, but it's something I never thought of. No, no, no. So okay, go ahead, doctor. I'm sorry. I just was just yeah, a I mean, point it's that it's considered a medical device, but you know, if you don't have FDA clearance, you know, I don't think they're taking you off the mark or anything like that. But because you know, I am a physician and I wanted to you know make the safest product that I could, we got FDA mm-hmm. clearance, which of course you're right, Ralph, takes several years. And mm-hmm. in the midst of this, my co-founder's sister unfortunately got metastatic brain cancer and was oh, having a man. lot of pain. And this was also several years. Years ago, and one of the nurses who was helping take care of her said, you know, if nothing is helping her, you should really try to get some CBD and give it to her. And this was when you couldn't just go to the store and buy CBD. So Mm -hmm. my girlfriend, um, my co-founder, got whatever special permission and got her sister some CBD and was the first time that her sister was out of pain. So then my co-founder says, well, if we're trying to make a product to help with pain, why don't we make a lube with CBD in it? And I'm like, whoa, we can't get women's vaginas high, right? Like, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> you don't learn about stuff like well, that in medical school. <laughs> well, doctor, 
I, I don't know about you, but but I can get a woman's vagina high. But that's a whole story. <laughs> okay, but I wanted to put it in a bottle. So oh, right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This, this stuff is not you can't market all this. Come right. on. Go ahead. Right. You can't put that in a in a bottle. Um, Come on. So that's how we ended up also making a different lube with C B D. So the FDA cleared one is water based. The one with C B D of course has C B D oil. Um mm-hmm. and so that's what and the FDA doesn't recognize CBD products at this time, which is why that mm-hmm. one is not FDA cleared. So mm-hmm. that's how we ended up doing that. And here we are today talking to you two fine gentlemen. Well, thank you. Um, you don't know us well enough to say that. but uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, I might take it back at the end of the, the, end of the day. I, I will take it back now. Um, <laughs> so, so, but you have other products on the, in the Glisten line. Right. We do. We have yeah. um, some because so was so interesting is before you I sent this to me. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's bath salts that actually are, for lack of a better word, lubricated also with oil with CBD in it. So when you soak right. in it, it really relaxes your muscles, really makes you feel good. So, you know, right. it's kind of a whole routine, if you will. You know, you can mm-hmm. either use the bath as your foreplay, then use the lubes, maybe use the bath again. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's all kind of just to help you relax because also realistically when everybody's busy you know it's so it's so interesting like society makes it seem like you have you're like turned on all the time but the reality yeah, is right. like if you're working and busy it's got to be like the mood or the the situation gets in the mood versus the mood spontaneously happening at least for mm-hmm. those of us with two x chromosomes that's typically how it works might be different mm-hmm. for you <laughs> no no it's true i mean it would was you, you start it starts hours before just by what you're doing and how you're how you're reacting you to each be other. Out your day to day. That's why, like you know, one of the things you kind of look forward to during vacation is actually having sex that once or twice a year when you go on vacation, right? <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> That's what vacations are for, right? But, uh, That's why you try so, to so your what, kids on vacation. <laughs> that's well, yeah. So tell us how what what the other products are. So just so we 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 glitch, mm-hmm. we get all over that. What, what how many products do you have? So we oh, have the so. two lubes. And then we have mm-hmm. the bath salts, and then the lubes and the bath salts are available in their full size. And then each of the containers to the full size are refillable. So we're trying to be, you that's know, cool. environmental friendly. And then we mm-hmm. also have a body wash um, that's, mm-hmm. you know, not irritating. So you can kind of use it down there or wherever. Mm-hmm. And those are our main SKUs. Currently, right now for Valentine's Day, we have a special box that also uh, comes with a vibrator. Um, oh, okay. But that's limited edition for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sent me a condom too. Do you sell? Do you oh, sell yeah, so, oh, thank. Wow, you're a bet. I show how you for sales. Yes, actually, that's very. I don't even know how that blanked on that. You guys make me nervous. Um, oh, <laughs> so here's another factoid. Yeah, here's another factoid. Condom condom companies are not required to list all the ingredients for that the condom is lubricated with. So it's less and less common, I think, for there to be non-oxanol 9, because that can actually be kind of irritating um, for okay. quite a mm-hmm. few people. And in fact, supposedly, I don't know if this is true, repeated application of non-oxanol 9 in your mouth will actually cause numbness. So if it can okay. do that, um, and I'm not really sure if you really want to be numb in that area, but 
Um, I don't. I don't ever. No, I mean, for no reason, you know. And so yeah. that was another thing that I heard from a lot of my patients was they couldn't figure out why they felt so irritated with sexual activity. And you come to realize it's probably the condom and what they were using. So we really encourage people to use the condoms that are on our website are dry, so they're non lubricated, and then that you can use those with the water based lube because, of course, you can't use an oil based lube with condoms because it might break down the latex and it defeats the whole purpose yeah. of the condom. So. Oh, first of all, let's let me go in no further than saying this is licking non-vanilla, um, so we get. No, we're licking sea salt and caramel, like the flavor of our lube. <laughs> and, and there you go. <laughs> How everything, gets, everything is synergistic. It just all comes right. around. You know? It was like fate. now. Um, I, <laughs> I'm gonna let Chris jump in here. Chris, jump in here with with your your you know your your very pertinent knowledge of, of all things worldly because you know that's who you are. But you know. Um, but, yeah, I'll uh, let you jump in here with a couple of questions if you have any. What are you talking about? I'm, I just, <laughs> you keep making these references. Like, I mean, right. aside from I'm, me I'm and joking. the cat, there's no one here. So I guess it right. must be yeah. like, you know, yeah, I'm, I don't know who you're trying to reach here, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> here right now. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm I'm thrilled by this. I mean, it's, it's I have to say this, but one of the things I don't have a lot, I kind of like let lapse is my knowledge of lubricants and that kind of thing. Um, because I remember Way back when, it was Astroglide, you know, for vaginal play. And then it was Crisco, or shortening, for anal. And never the twain should cross over, and that was simply the way things were. And suddenly I wake up, and there's all these formulations and all these different things. And I even just learned fairly recently that there's even lubes that are good for both, which I was kind of thought was, whoa, wait a minute, that sounds so strange. Um, because obviously, you know, like, like, you know, uh, vaginas are different chemicals. They're different. Like you said, water-based, you don't want to use oil-based and stuff. And now there's also different ones that are, that work or don't work with like sex toys, you know, cause silicone lubes will break them down and such. So I'm really excited and I'm blown away by one that they're actually, you have to go through FDA or, you know, medical approval for, for lubricants, but they don't, but they let you put things in condoms without telling you that seems so bizarre um especially there's a lot of people out there with like environmental sensitivity chemical sensitivity and so forth that's just really outrageous and i'm really jazzed about what you're doing i think this is fantastic um, and i'm so glad somebody's doing it with the with an air of not just strawberry scented you know you know you know kind of cheap ass stuff but something that really is thoughtfully done by someone who's a medical professional i think that's really wonderful well th- that's the that's the key here that you know that, that that karen is a medical professional you know and this is mm-hmm. her her work on a daily basis is to attend women you know you're also a you're a surgeon too yeah. right okay so so this is her this is her you know her livelihood this is what you what you attend to all the time so you're going to care about this product now. What Chris just said, though, let let's make let's make it clear. Both lubes, the the water based and the uh, and they're they're good for any area of the body. Yes, and they're and they're okay. all natural ingredients, so they're perfectly fine for oral consumption as well, right? So okay. yeah, you think about all these chemicals, and if you're having you know oral sex, do you really want to put that you know in the rest of your body? 
So that's the other thing too, is like the lube is funny. We, when we were making the sea salt and caramel flavored one, we were like, oh, well maybe we'll just do like, you know, no flavor. It was kind of boring. And so at the time, you know, it's like, what was the most, po- like what's the most popular kid's name? It's like, what was the most popular, you know, <laughs> flavor? <laughs> so that's why I went with that. But you know, even that is food grade flavor. It's not fragrance. So everything is not irritating, but yeah, you can rest assured that anything that, you know, I have deemed, not just myself, but the FDA has deemed safe mm-hmm. for like the vagina is certainly fine for, you know, anal intercourse. And it's also fine for oral consumption. And in fact, the CBD lube, we encourage people spray it in your mouth and you can even get the systemic effects of CBD if you want to. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, let's go off t- subject a little bit, but this is still on subject. We're not about the lube. What, what what are we not what are we not getting from sex education or what what don't we know that we need to know right now about our bodies that that we're ignoring even adults that we're just passing over what's the number one thing that we're, where we're having a problem with do you think I mean, some of it is gender specific, but you know, it, I was on a podcast earlier that what I think is so interesting and this does tie in lubes. There is this misconception by women that if they don't lubricate, that their partner's going to assume it's because they're not turned on, right? Which Mm -hmm. is not true. So I think the one thing Mm -hmm. that we don't realize is, and the same thing for a man with erectile dysfunction, just because you can't get it up doesn't mean you're not turned on. So your libido and your sex drive is separate from arousal or your body's response. I mean, there are just- You know what? Wait, hold on. Say that again, because that's really (laughs) no, really seriously. That's that's the reason I stopped you. Say that again, because that's really important. So these are terms that we use all the time, right? So libido or your sex drive or being turned on or your desire to be sexually active does not necessarily correlate with arousal, which is your physical response to being turned on, right? Mm -hmm. So the equivalent is like we all. I mean, because of when Viagra came on the market, erectile dysfunction literally became a household term. Everybody knows what that is, right? But the equivalent of that is a woman not lubricating because it's the same physical response that causes both. A man gets an erection because he gets aroused, blood flow increases, right, engorges that penis. When a woman gets aroused, blood flow is supposed to go to the vagina. And believe it or not, a woman's natural lubrication is just kind of the fluidy part of the the blood that kind of gets forced through. So if you don't have normal blood flow to the vagina, which can be because of menopause, maybe prior surgeries, different reasons, she may be turned on, but she doesn't get aroused. And if you try to have sexual activity and you're dry, that's like, you know, painful, but then it becomes this catch 22 because if something hurts, how could you ever have libido to have sex again because gee i really want to like feel like someone's you know having sandpaper inside my vagina when i'm sexually active right exactly and and now taking care of both men and women it is so interesting that so many couples and not of course that sex is you know the only part of a relationship but Mm -hmm. it it easily falls by the wayside when one or the other partner has an issue and it's amazing how because of the, and you guys know better than me, the taboo and all that, like no one, even couples don't even talk about it. You know, it's like this elephant in the room that they have a great relationship, but there's no intimacy because someone can't function and nobody wants to be the one to admit that they have a problem because it's too embarrassing. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's yeah, yeah, wow! You're blowing my mind because but everything you're it's saying all true, and you know it's true. I know it's it is. Just no, you know, you just don't put absolutely. it out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I'm a little speechless because just that's surprising. That approach. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you gotta be kidding me! I'm, I'm blown away. Um, but what? If, what now? How many times have I talked to her? Two, two times that she already knows this. That's fantastic. You sure you're not a psychologist as right. well? Um, I practice neuropsychiatry, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just that that should, uh, the, these points are very well made. I mean, and and they're very important because with the people we talk to, Chris and I talk to all the time. We always ask them. You know, give give us one salient point. You know that the thing that you're coming across the most. You know what? And we, you know, a wide variety of people from from writers to whatever it doesn't matter um, about just about the subject that they're into. And and you know, I wanted to get the skinny from you because what what was this with the one you know the one little element you're seeing? But but that that makes a lot of sense because that is the and then of course the stigma rises and and the and the shame and the and the the avoidance and all that kind of stuff and the, uh, the miscommunication it, it becomes it just like you said it just grows and becomes more than it has to be unfortunately you know you know it's really interesting like the so many things in society that we don't think about contributes to the stigma and the shame so for instance we cannot not just us but any sexual product cannot advertise on social media right mm-hmm. because it's right. sexual oh, yeah. no you, you can't use the word no vagina even though there is no other word. I mean, that is the medical term for it. Um, right. And so one of my girlfriends was supposed to give a lecture to high school students for sex ed, mm-hmm. but they told her, you can't use the word clitoris, can't use the word vagina. I'm like, these are, but these are the real medical, they're not even slang terms. So right, they're not if, even naughty slang. No, you right. just, this is the so actual. If we're it's like, telling it's, young yeah. people indirectly that the real term can't even be said out loud, I mean, the implication of that is, yes, you should be totally embarrassed of your own actual body parts and don't even talk about yeah. it in their medical terms. So, you know, yeah. one of one of the goals of our company is to just normalize the conversation, you know, and mm-hmm. I think, Ralph, you and I talked about this. I always look at sexual health as mental health. We like to say mental mm-hmm. health, sexual health, and yet we still really aren't treating it like a health condition, and it still mm-hmm. has so much stigma with it. Yeah, I, I think that's true, and I mean, I, like you said, if you, if you were to go anywhere and talk about a throat problem, you say esophagus. You know, it's not like you have a problem with, you know. But, but what are we? What are we worried about when we say the word? When we say the word vagina, it's just ridiculous. But there is that there is that Puritan ethic that runs through the country and that always has run through the country that we we still have not gotten over. You know, and and it and it. It's definitely dangerous in some ways, like you're saying, because we're not educated. We're not being educated, mm-hmm. not allowing ourselves to be educated. And that's that's never good. That's never good. Wow. Wow, Chris, I didn't know we'd get this heavy. <laughs> I, mean, a, I mean, amen. I mean, amen and amen and amen, because I, I, yeah. I'm I so glad to hear you say that, because I know you, Ralph, and men also with myself, it's kind of like a little hobby horse is this, is this continuing misconception about arousal that... You know, unless, you know, Mr. Happy's saluting and Mrs. Happy is the river's flowing, it's that's so bogus. It just and it's yeah. and it's extremely frustrating. Like you said, it's like we can't even use the terms to educate people enough about the realities because of that again, Puritan reactionary nonsense. And mm-hmm. so what we people end up being educated by bad movies and porn, which are yeah. about as realistic as, you know, dragons. 
And so they, they come into the sexual life, as you said, like dealing with a lot of disappointment, stress, shame, guilt, because they're not acting like they see in these things. Yeah, and yeah. no one's telling them a reality. And it's just really infuriating. Yeah. Well, Karen, you and, I, you and I were speaking about that when, when we first talked. We were speaking about how the misconceptions you get from something like porn and, and, and those other, you know, and they're all great and stimulating. They're all wonderful, the, whatever, however you want to use them. But there's not, there's not reality. And right. if we had more of reality and weren't so afraid of reality, right, we'd be, we'd be able to counter this stuff and understand where everything's supposedly placed, you know. Or at least if we knew what the basics were, then at least you yeah, had, right. you know, a reference point. Yeah. But when we don't actually right. talk to young people about, you know, especially I think if you're in certain religion, religious schools, you know, they don't talk about contraception. Well, well. It's like, why don't we... That was fine way back in whatever century, you know, all of these rules were set. But let's get realistic. All the young people are having sex. So, right. you know, hopefully my sons don't hear this. But like, you know, I know my kids are <laughs> going to have sex. Right. And so I just put the condoms out there and I'm like, just right. use them. Right. Because if they're there, right. the kids will use them. If they actually have to. I mean, my kids even go to the store if he like, you know, runs out of toothpaste. So why would he go to the store to buy a condom? You know, they probably yeah, right. they probably just rather not use one. So. Right. You know, oh, I, mom. I've got right. <laughs> oh, mom. We'll you know, next we're not time. doing <laughs> Right. Come on, mom. You know, like, I'll pick it up when I pick up the toothpaste. All right. Don't worry about it. You know? So, so, um, do you find, I'm, 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 and I don't know. I mean, have you always practiced where you practice? You practice in Beverly Hills, right? I do in Los Angeles. Yep. Okay. Los Angeles. Is that, is practicing there, not that you would know if you never ever practiced anywhere else, is practicing there any different than practicing anywhere else? The same problems coming across? The same, you know, what do you think? So my, my first real job was actually in New York. Um, oh, okay. At, actually at Sloan Kettering. And, you know, I took care of a lot of, um, you know, breast cancer survivors who can't take any hormones, things like that. Right. So, yes, the problems are universal, whether you're just a normally aging you know, menopausal woman, or you've been put to menopause early because of hormones, or you have medical conditions. I mean, there are, I've had patients who have to take a lot of antihistamines that dry everything out. I mean, imagine That's being true, 30 too. and you have such horrible allergies or something, you're taking so many antihistamines, it dries everything out. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I did. yeah. Mm -hmm. well, think about it, right? You're, you're ingesting that. Why wouldn't it, right? Why wouldn't it affect your body? Yeah. Or even being on, like what a lot of people don't realize, even being on birth control for many, many years mm -hmm. because it's a lower dose of estrogen than you would normally be on. So it also impairs the mm -hmm. way that you might, you know, react. And so imagine being a young woman. You don't really, no one's ever talked to you about this. You right. have a new partner. You don't mm -hmm. lubricate. He's totally insulted. You're totally embarrassed. That's right. the end of it. And you're 32, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not. A, I'm not in menopause. What's going on? Yeah, right. right. I understand. All right, doctor, tell us what's coming up for the company. Is there anything new other than we? Real quickly, we're talking about the, the Valentine's thing, but what's coming up? You, 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 you know, in the horizon, do you see like you're going to be opening a theme park? I mean, what, what's what's going on? Like, <laughs> be a really oh, interesting theme park. That would be. Oh. A, Talk about that's the tunnel a, of love. Yeah, probably like a bunch of water that's, slides, uh, right? Just to be water funny. slides, <laughs> the tunnel of love. You know, right. you kind of you know, 
you know. Oh, that, um, that's a fantasy right there. Oh, God, that writes itself. <laughs> I tell you, it's like, right, Chris I, yeah, that would be a dream come true. More. He's like, I'll totally like it. Another Don't give now. Chris any ideas. The last thing he needs is more fiction. Ideas I'm already selling tickets. Who are you kidding? I mean, I'm already drawing up the plans. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all I, there. I mean, just the, just the flume ride alone writes itself. I mean, that's just, Chris, <laughs> what, what do they what do they call that? That um, it's a sugary pretzel that you get at the that the Oh, churro. Uh, at a, at a, is it churro? Churro? Yeah, churro. So well, churros we, know are, what the, we know what the churros are going to be shaped like. It's more like, a, it's more like a straight donut than a pretzel. Right. There you go. But there this, you go. Pretzel. <laughs> but, the, but the churro at your park is going to be shaped totally different. Right. <laughs> and it's cream filled. So there you and go. There you go. It's a, you know, all right. Let's get off this silly, silly stuff because God knows it's we're not silly at all. But Ride Karen, your really rector. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I mean, my me, my co-founder always cringes when she knows I like, ask this question. Of course, I'll just go on and on about all our ideas, but you know, yeah. for obvious reasons you can't do too much. But I mean, I would like to, you know, there's a lot of movement to personalize medicine, right? It's like mm-hmm. we should really have personalized products for everything else. So, um, how how that's going to be done to be determined. But you know, I again, my goals this this whole company came out of a need for women. And just mm. there are so many needs that are unmet. And so mm. it's usually something that I'm finding I see repeatedly over and over in my practice yeah. is usually what drives the next idea. I see. So do you think eventually you will pivot from not not going into the office and being a doctor and being more of an inventor? Or do you think I'm going to be a doctor till the day I die? Well, you're going to be a doctor till your day. I mean, die, I would. I think it'd be nice to probably do both. You know, okay. I mean, you can because you can practice part time, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I mean, in my ideal world, I'd still continue. I, I really like what I do. And it's really hard, you yeah. know, like when you train for so long, I mean, it's like oh, God, three years yeah. of medical school, six years of residency, another year of, you know, specialized training. So, you wow. know, I'd like to actually practice as long as I actually train. <laughs> before <things are> <laughs> to put the time in. Yeah, it makes right. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, what was that? The return? Like, to give him the return yeah i understand right. that I, yeah that makes sense okay okay and and you're you're a you're a california lady by birth or i mean just a little background on you where, where, i am a born? south bend indiana by birth oh, and wow. then yeah and then actually um made our way to california and then my husband uh, was doing some training in New York. He's a surgical oncologist, so that's how we ended up at Sloan Kettering. And then we came back to California because both of our families are here. So any wow, any inkling, any inkling of the kids going into medicine at all? Zero, zero. <laughs> Mom and Dad are into medicine. My oldest one is already in college, and he's going to do computer science. And my middle okay. one wants to do. Um, Probably something in some type of like music production. And okay. mm. my daughter is extremely creative. Um, so she'll probably be some type of artist or something. But I, I think it's kind of it's kind of a par for the course. Mo- okay. Most kids who have two parents that are doctors, none of them go into medicine. I was wondering about that. Yeah, I was wondering how that works. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, at least- you, you work a lot. And I think, you know, it just kind of turns them off to see both yeah. their parents working so hard. Right. Well, keep them away from writing, because I'm telling you, there's, 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 there's no, yeah, there's no dollar in that, Chris. Podcast, for God's sake. Oh, oh yeah. It ends up being doing a podcast. That's what you end up doing, yeah. 
And, you know, that's just, where the money just, is. Tell you, right, that's right. where the money is. You know, With, freelance right. writing. That's that's really what it is. I tell you, it's yeah. like nothing beats it. Well, the only thing, it's funny, Karen, most of the times Chris and I see each other because he used to live in San Francisco. I've always lived in the East Coast. So most of the times we see each other is when we get together when there was kink conventions that we taught at. So that's when we see each other. I and mean, it's not like, it's not like we're, we're making the kind of money. We're just, you know, we're flying anywhere we want to see each other. So we use those, we saw in those instances. And this, of course, to see each other. But, um, so what Karen, we realize, we go, how do you guys know each other? We, oh, we, we, we met, know each other before we actually met. <laughs> yeah, we actually like, did. I was sending him fiction and, and essays that he was rejecting on a regular basis. And then, <laughs> then we met at a convention and we just, it was, it, I mean, it was, it was love bro love sight. at first sight. <laughs> You know, and um, and then we, you know, we we've written together and we 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 do all all kinds of things together, but in all kinds of weather. But um, yeah, I, I I'm just I, look. I mean, all the information you're giving us is great because we can you I'll be able to synthesize it, Good. and get it into a blog, and then we put it up on the website and all that stuff. But before we go, I'm gonna, I always like to take this from the the guest's mouth. Tell people where to find you and find find. Mm-hmm. So you can go to, oh, and by the way, I think I told you, Ralph, glissant is slippery in French. It's not just some random. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I know nothing. Um, And you can get it on our website, which is glissantlove.com. So G-L-I-S-S-A-N-T love.com. And the uh, FDA cleared water-based lube is also available at Blue Mercury and at Goop. So Blue Mercury cool. is, you said they're, they're out here, you said, though, too, right? There's some Blue, Blue Mercury is nationwide. Okay. I mean, they also have a website, of course, but they also have, you know, okay. actual brick-and-mortar stores all over the country. And then we are on Goop Online. So you're looking to, is is one of the things you're trying to do, get it out there, like, to other places like Blue Mercury? Is that is that, like something that's interesting to you to try to get it distributed further like that or no you know it is for two reasons obviously for business reasons but the second reason is and i really applaud the retailers who have the balls to actually carry these things because Mm -hmm. again when you're seeing something on a shelf it's normalizing it as opposed to having to buy it from some you know Mm -hmm. website that you have to like use some you know anonymous browser so that you know nobody knows that you're doing it Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think that's and you know it's funny you say that, but the real tailors again. I was in a seminar yesterday and a couple of days before, and they are coming around. I mean, um, there's a, there was a lot of talk about it was it, you and I spoke about last week um, about the actual look of the product. The packaging was so mm-hmm. important because um, people wanted not to have a not to be stigmatized just to even pick up the product and look at it. You know. And uh, things that I never thought about. And well, it, I mean, again, back to when you want to get in the mood, you get your sexy lingerie, you get your sexy looking lube, you don't grab your, you know, ugly tube of whatever it is. And the sure. other thing sure. is, especially like if you're traveling or maybe you're with a new partner and you don't, it's different if you pull out something that looks pretty and saying, oh, look at this, mm-hmm. this is my new lube, as opposed to just, oh, hang on a second, let me get my, you know, clinical looking tube of something yeah. to, <laughs> right. to, fix, to fix my problem. Backpack on my shoulder. Right. With the- <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, right, you know. Uh, okay. Well, I, I can't, doctor, I can't thank you enough, really. This has been very informative. Very, and very oh, much. I enjoyed it myself. Thanks, you guys, for and having it, me on. It's it, it's unusual oh, for us to... It's unusual, formative and fun. That's not usually what happens here. It's either fun <laughs> and we just like, you know, silly and we don't learn anything. Exclusive. 
Yeah, well, you that I mean, you had you you've got the you got the full Monty because we go informative and fun. But uh, I knew that sticking to you already, though. Doctors, thank you so much. Well, um, we're we're gonna we're gonna get all this information up on the site and the blog, and I'll send you all that stuff Great. when it goes up. But thank you very very much for being on Licking Non Vanilla. My pleasure. Absolutely. You thank you bye so bye. much. It was bye absolutely bye. delightful. Take care. Bye bye. So, Chris, what do you think? Was that wonderful? That was wonderful. Oh, we have to get her back on again. That is just wonderful. I mean, to to find somebody who is, like, that educated, that informed, and to, you know, producing a product specifically designed for her patient's needs, that is just, like, a a slam dunk. That is wonderful. Thank you you so much. Well, you know what it is? It comes down to the fact that she's, you know, she's a medical professional. You know, mm-hmm. first and foremost, mm-hmm. as, as as you can see, she's a wonderful person to speak to. She's very funny, and she's you know she's she's on the you know I, I can't speak enough good things about her. But um, but but the medical the medical knowledge is you can't dispute it. You know, we've had we had various guests on before, and it, and some of these things are subjective. You know, you talk about like you know, stripper poles, or you talk about writing, it's subjective. It's like, you either like mm-hmm. that comedy or you don't. I mean, whatever happens to be, but mm-hmm. there's no, there's no, there's no um, arguing her points because they're medically sound, they're scientific, you know, and that's why exactly. I was really, really wanting to get her on because I knew, well, this is a lady who's knowledgeable about this stuff, you know? You know, that was, she is absolutely wonderful. Again, it's like, I just yeah. love the fact that she's using her expertise. She is, you know, a, a medical professional, and mm-hmm. really understands this. And I'm just blown away by how much she revealed about, you know, like FDA approval of like, you know, uh, you know the lubes and then like, yeah. you know, not not having a requirement to, you know, share what's actually in the condom, which is really kind of scary when you think about it, because so many people are just, you know, have sensitivity to certain chemicals and such. But and then I'm, I'm really excited about our products. I'm definitely going to check that out. It's, you know, right yeah. after we got off the show here. I just think yeah. that's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, she's 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 a good egg. She really is. I mean, she's just and uh, and again, like you said, what she's doing is needed. You know, important stuff. You know, and because uh, mm-hmm. we've seen enough product come by. I mean, you get it, I get it to review. We're just product that we've been in contact with. Um, I remember when you and I went to uh, that big store in San Francisco. Was it Stormy? Uh, was it Stormy well, Mr. Mr. S. And I, you know, and. In fairness to Miss, and I don't even know if Mr. S is still there. I'm assuming. They oh, it is. I'm sure it is. I mean, that's such an institution. I mean, hopefully COVID yeah. hasn't hurt him too much, but it's such a, a a key part of the San Francisco scene. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking. You know, we, we walked in that place. There were certain things in there that were just, you know, whatever you're into. We've said this all all along. But there were some things in there that I said that I'm thinking to myself. Unless you really know what you're doing, you got to be very careful. Very, mm-hmm. very we've seen it mm-hmm. at conventions as well, where we're like, hmm, um, we, there's actually rooms that you and I skirt when we're at the conventions because we're like, just not <laughs> interested, you know. Um, but but if you're going to be in that, you're going to play with those things or whatever, you got to be really careful and really smart. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, exactly. And, and I'm sorry for interrupting, but it's like, you're no, no. totally right. It's like, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, sexual education in this country is really crap. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're lucky, you're smart enough to find the good places. But for a lot of people, they're just simply typing in like, "How do how do I do sex?" And then, you know, getting all this really poor information, and you know, it can lead to all kinds of things, like everything from like infections to you know, contracting serious illnesses to mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of things. I mean, the level of ignorance is really quite scary. 
Um, yeah. And yeah. again, it's like, you know, the, there's, you know, people putting out products. I'm not saying that every product is bad. I'm not saying that, you know, that they're, that they are, you know, mostly bad. I just think that there's a lot of companies out there that may not be doing the level of diligence like, you know, our, our wonderful doctor is, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously she's a medical professional, but so they're just kind of like putting out products there and they're just, you know, oh, it's going to be our new coconut flavored, you know, lube that is, you know, based on a, a, a product that is irritating or, you know, might cr- create things like allergic reactions and such. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty scary. Yeah. And like you said, we've said this over and over. It, it's a basic of life here we're talking about. It's not mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. not just, a, you know, we've been involved in some things that, that people would consider taboo and aberrant, but, and even that's a, those are speculative terms, speculative terms, but, but, um, yeah, this is just basics, basics of, of, of just existence. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we should be better informed in our own health, you know, or, or be able to get informed if we need it, you know? Exactly. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't happen. So we don't want to leave you on a downer because we're not. I mean, the doctor <laughs> gave us some great insight, and she made some very, very salient points, and I'm hoping that a lot of people hear this because I think she did. Um, this has been and always, always is Licking Non Vanilla with me, Ralph Greco Jr., and also uh, Chris, otherwise known as M. Christian. And Chris, as always, it was a pleasure. Always, always rolfing. Always, always. Thrill. Always wonderful to see you. And uh, we'll see you next time, kids, on Licking Non Vanilla. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. And visit us on the web at www.lickingnonvanilla.com.